Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. But now it's time to turn our attention to something else. TV shows that were canceled TV this year. TV shows that were canceled. Courage the Cowardly Dog. I'm just going to say that. That's been canceled <laughs> for a long time. Though. I know, man. I mean, I... It's I'm, still a good It's still a good TV series. Kudos though. that you're still not over it. I yeah, right? never get over it, man. So, okay. Here's my... I'm going to give some thoughts because I mentioned I have thoughts. I've been talking about... I've been watching Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Um, about five episodes in. And of course now I find out, oh, they're not going to do a season two. And that's shitty because it's a really good show. It's a fun show. I understand it's expensive and Probably. the um, viewership is not what they expected it to be. So, I mean, John Cho did like hurt himself because he was doing a lot of his own martial arts stunts oh. for it. So they just probably looked at, you know, risk and cost and cut, scrapped it, which is what Netflix is doing, does with a lot of series. Yeah, because there's a lot of Netflix series that don't even make it past season three. Well, and that's fine. Or even even to that, or even that far. So here is um, my thoughts on shows like that. By default, they should all get at least two seasons. Because your first season, the writers and the audience are figuring out what the fuck that show is. Sure. By season two, they usually have found their stride, their niche. Their niche. They know where they're going to be. Yeah. I'm rewatching from the beginning New Girl. Mm-hmm. And that show, season one, is hilarious. And now that I've like I've seen the whole thing, I know how it ends. It's funny to see little breadcrumbs there in season one that kind of get tied up by the end of it. Right. Which is either good writing or somebody really paid attention when they were just throwing random shit against a wall and seeing what would stick. Right. Um. But at least got more than like, like Firefly, Fox, you fucked up. You should have at least said two seasons and then we'll cancel it. Because that show, (laughs) by the end of season one, it started to really, you get the audience invested. We know what it is. That show, that show, unlike other shows, knew exactly what it was. Yeah, but Fox Fox fucked up from with that show from the get go. Well, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, air they didn't even air. They didn't air them in order. They they didn't even air three of the episodes. I mean, so that show was just doomed from the get go. Because to be Firefly was way ahead of its time. Fox had no idea what the fuck to do with it. They had no idea what they had, and they had no idea how to market it. Well, no, no, it's a western in space, and now we've got Cowboy Bebop. Granted, we just said it got canceled after one season. Right. It's the same concept. The bounty hunters are called cowboys. It's a western in space with a bit of a cyberpunk noir mix to it. Yeah. Mandalorian. That is a fucking spaghetti western. And it's and it's <laughs> it's running. It is the man with no name, but he's wearing armor and has a blaster. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's literally it. That's the formula. And you, just, and you just get to add in Star Wars elements. Yes, I mean. I'm not saying Favreau is cutting corners. I think that's a brilliant idea to go, let's take ingredients from this thing that everybody is going to recognize. Throw in these ingredients that all these people are going to recognize and see what the hell happens. Yeah. No, it's genius. He knew what he was doing. And and it's great. There should be more of that kind of thing with TV shows, kind of shaking up genres. And, well, the the other thing, too, is there's a lot of times that, like, you don't really get this so much with TV shows anymore. Um, some of some of the great ones can and pull it off very well. But 
there's often a lot of times when you don't really get to to take big risks with a TV show. But just because, you know, you're trying so hard to please a specific audience or do a specific thing. And there are times when I think you could be taking bigger risks with the show and doing better things with it. And it just. Yeah, you got to worry about sponsors. Mm -hmm. And if we we do something too risky, we might lose some advertising. And then that, that hits somebody's pocketbook somewhere. Rick and Morty has walked a real fine line on that on Have that front. Have you seen the Wendy's thing with them? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking car with the shit. Dude, but... The fact that Christopher Lloyd knows Rick and Morty exists and wants to be Rick and then did that bit did, for them. I was about to say, did you see that? That yes. was awesome. But and and the and the guy that the kid that got playing Morty too, I was like, holy shit, that's genius casting. How did I not think of that? Yes, you remember it was Jaden from My, from it. Yeah, yeah, from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the the one thing I love that Adult Swim has done with that show is they have um, they've let and, and kudos to Harmon and Roland also for letting people do this. They've so after season five was done, they let they let some random animators just kind of do little, do little five, five minute um, shorts of just random shit happening in the Rick and Morty verse. And it was different animation styles. Like one was like, Rick is a fucking samurai and like just, just crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And then, and they put them, you know, they put them on adult swim as Joan, just like little bumpers. You know? Nice. And I want to say adult swim. That's where I first encountered cowboy bebop. Yeah. Because they would play on it. the anime on mm -hmm. the, uh, what was the anime time called? I don't remember. <laughs> Tsunami, was it? No, that was Cartoon Network, I think. But there was a like specific block of like anime on Adult yeah. Swim. That's yeah. where you'd find Cowboy Bebop and shit like that. Yep. I think they used to play Dragon Ball on there too. That's how a lot of people found Dragon Ball. I think people, I think they also played uh, My Hero Academia on there. Now, on now, yeah. Yeah. You would probably have that now. So, let's see. Shows that have been canceled this year so far. Rebel made it one whole season. Oh, uh, the one with Katie Seagal. We had Katie Seagal. Yeah. She's now on, well, she's actually injured, but she was on Roseanne, too. She was on yeah. the, the Connors. The sorry. Connors, yeah. For Life made it for two seasons. Don't know what show that is. Call Your Mother. Some of these are going to see why they didn't make it, because I'm like, I've never heard of this. Mixed-ish, which was a spinoff of Blackish. Spin Blackish. Black it had Mark Paul Gossler on it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Two seasons. Blackish is actually ending. It's yep. They're ending their uh, their series. Eight seasons. And it's, but they but they went pretty good with it. So yeah, they made it for eight seasons. For a show, I mean, and the, the actor they got on it, he's funny. Never somebody I would have thought would carry a show. Right. For making eight seasons. <clears throat> I'm on I'm ABC. Little, I'm a little disappointed that Fresh Off the Boat didn't last longer than it did. Let's see, Bosch. I didn't watch it, but that was seven seasons. Goliath made it for four. Fuck is Goliath? I don't know. The Pack, Panic, The Walking Dead is fi finally finishing up its bullshit after eleven seasons. What really? Yeah. I thought they'd just Dang. let that show go on forever. Kind of like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Apparently, Better Call Saul is also on the. Uh, yeah, but list. at least they're they're ending that where they need to, um, because yeah. it's. First of all, it's weird to have a spinoff that lasted longer than the actual fucking show. 
<laughs> because I think Better Call Saul, isn't it in its like sixth season? Yeah, season six so will be that's, the end of it. So that's one more than Breaking Bad had. I mean, there's probably been spinoffs that have done that. There probably have, but I can't. You look at how many shows spin off of Happy Days. But I can't. Yeah, that's true. But I can't think of many. And the fact that the fact that Better Call Saul is even as good a show as it is, when you think about how incredible of a show Breaking Bad is, I know you. I know you hate the idea because the, the concept. You yeah. hate the concept. I know, but but seriously, if you watch it, it's high class drama. It's I'm sure. Really good. I mean the the guy that played uh, Jesse is that right? Yeah, he's in. He was in the newest season of uh, Westworld. Westworld, pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's good in everything he does. He was he's great on BoJack Horseman as Todd. Uh, Better Call Saul, say Walking Dead, World Beyond. Is that the? That was a spinoff. Was that the kids in it? Because they did a kid version, like with like it, teenagers. That might be that one. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead was another one. I think those are the only two Walking Dead spinoffs they've got so, yeah, so far. And it's still going. Uh, Kevin can fuck himself, which was another AMC show. <laughs> Kevin can fuck himself. Mm-hmm. I have to know more about that show. What it's is this? Two seasons. Um, I want to say it's a woman, and she's writing a TV show, like a sitcom about killing her husband. Like she's fantasized. Are we writing a book about wanting to kill her husband? So there's a lot of these moments of her fantasizing about killing him because he's just a lazy slob. Yeah. It takes a lot of the uh, sitcom crap that you expect from like, oh, the couple that hates them, hates each it other. It takes a lot of those tropes and turns it around. Yeah, it takes those tropes and just kind of. I, you know what? I, oh. I'm, I may have to check that out now because that just on the title alone, it sold me. <laughs> Killing Eve is going to be done after four seasons. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm sure Scarlett will be mad. She loves that show. NCIS New Orleans after seven seasons. Okay. It it feels like to me like all the NCIS Law and Order and um, CSI. It feels like to me all of those shows have gone on for like a hundred years. Yeah. I so like I can't they, really complain about any of that. Mom made it for eight seasons. I kind of knew that Mom was going to be done when Anna Ferris left it. Yeah. And they tried to continue without her. I don't know why they bothered. I I, I don't know. I mean, Allison Janney's fucking good, but... And Jamie Presley's on it. Like, it's got a good cast, but... Anna was the reason people... Like, she was the emotional anchor. Of the show. Everybody kind of... She was the focal point. Um, the new MacGyver for it'd five be like, seasons. It'd be like doing two broke girls without Cat Dennings. Right. Like, why would you do that? Oh, what was that? MacGyver? MacGyver. The new one? Yeah. CW is going to be canceling Black Lightning after four seasons. Well, that's on. That's I guess that's unfortunate, but I've not watched it, so I, I don't. couldn't get into it. I watched first. Tried to watch the first season. I liked the concept, but it was <clears throat> it came out on the heels of Luke Cage. And, and Luke it, Cage was so fucking and it, good. It tried, <laughs> it tried so hard to be what Luke Cage was on Netflix, but it was hindered it, by CW. But it's on CW. Yeah, you can't really do that. <laughs> so I, I appreciated what it was trying to do and showcase as far as representation and all this. Because the main character in it, he's he's like a principal of a school. He's trying to keep you know these other the black kids out of trouble, keep them, like good thing. Like it, it really does show like it's trying to show that, you know, you don't have to just be stuck in this stereotype that society has decided for you. Right. And you can, and it's kind of what Luke Cage does too. It shows yeah. that there's, 
movement and growth. But okay, Supergirl after six seasons, they're ending it. Um, the, Pro- they were probably at a good point for it though. Yeah, I I think Melissa wanted to go on to do other stuff, and that's understandable. The Republic of Sarah, which I never watched, only one season of mm. it. What is Disney Plus canceling? The Right Stuff and Diary of a Future President. Oh, I'm sad about the right stuff. Oh, darn. E is canceling Keeping Up with the Kardashians after 20 seasons. Oh, wow. 20 not, seasons not of that garbage? Not sad about that. Epix is getting rid of uh, Perpetual Grace. Never heard of that. I don't remember that one. Fox, Bless the Hearts. Never watched that. Oh, that's an animated show. Prodigal Son, which I did know about that one. That one was interesting. That was the one that had Michael Sheen on it as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And his son is a profiler. Uh, cool. And they kind of have to go to dad for some inspiration on like Cannibal Lecter type shit. Okay, or that's interesting. Blacklist. That's that's at least in, an interesting premise. Uh, Mr. In-Between on FX and Pose. Mm. Here's one. It didn't even make it a full season before they, they pulled. Oh, I'm going to get mad at the next one. Here's one they pulled like they didn't even it didn't even get a full season, I think, before they canned it was why the last man. I'm a little I'm very pissed about that because it should have at least gotten the benefit of a full season. Yes. Because I know a lot of comic book fans out there that were really hyped for that show. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, that's a, one of those groundbreaking graphic novels that you talk about. Yeah. Like, up there with Dark Knight Returns. and <laughs> Yeah. And it's it's Why the Last Man. It's not... It it was original IP. It wasn't yeah. Marvel DC. This was an original thing. What network was that on? I forget. Hulu. Oh, FX on of Hulu. Of course. So it never aired on FX. It only yeah, aired, it only on, aired Hulu. on Hulu. Well, and that's even less of a reason to, to not give it a full season. That's because... their problem. They should have put it on both. Yeah. They should have stopped trying to be like, oh, we need people just to come to our for original content like they did with Hellstrom. Right. Which is another one that they canceled that I had to not see on this list. Um, his Dark Materials, they're going to cancel it after three seasons? That makes sense because there's three books. So if, they, you, if each season is a book. because they do it? Because the first season was pretty much The Golden Compass. I haven't watched the second season, but I'm going to assume have. it's the entire second book. I think I'm watching so it. the third one should be, in theory, the final book. Okay. Insecure. Yeah. Lovecraft Country. Canceled after one season. Now, that one kind of pisses me off because I really wanted more of that. Yes. Even uh, though I haven't actually seen it. Vikings. They're going to end it after six seasons on the History Channel. That is so weird that um the History Channel has original dramatic programming. But to be fair, I've heard pretty good things about oh, that one. I, yeah, I've heard great things about it. Um, the, the Templars, like they have <sighs> a thing on there about the Templars. Mark Hamill is in it. Huh. Neat. As a Knights Templar. So... Uh, NBC getting rid of World of Dance. Oh, darn. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, that was going to happen eventually because it's been on for like nine seasons now. Yeah. As... I mean, I know nobody wanted it to end because nobody ever wants a good thing to end. But at some point it has to. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That... Got picked up on uh, Roku or Hulu or something, but then I think they canceled it again. So, Manifest, three seasons, which Scarlett's been binging it on Netflix. Here's Hulu, Shrill. Never watched that. Eh. Lucifer, we talked about. Yeah. They Hell, he got canceled. It was done after five seasons, and the internet did its thing, and Netflix was like, fine, one more season. 
And then and you get to do a victory lap. And then you get to go, all right, what 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 haven't we done? Time travel? Let's do fucking time travel. You're, I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, okay, well, the, they brought in a really good actress, uh, Brianna Hildebrandt. Yeah. In it, so for the uh, time travel element. I'm okay with that. Like it was a it was a good show and it made sense to get to where it ended. Like <clears throat> as far as Lucifer's character development goes. Right. Dear white people. <laughs> Grace and Frankie. Oh, my mom's gonna be sad about that. The crown. And that. Ozark. But the crown's been on long enough that it'll probably at least got a proper ending. Now Ozark I don't know about. Yeah. That one, uh, that's another one that my mom really liked. There's a lot of these on the Netflix side. Uh, Dead to Me, Atypical. Oh, I'm sad that Dead to Me is getting canceled. Lost in Space. Oh, I'm sad that's getting canceled, too. The Irregulars. Dad, stop embarrassing me. Ah. One season. (laughs) Country Comfort, one season. No thanks. The Crew, one season. I'm seeing a pattern here, Netflix. (laughs) Cursed, Cowboy Bebop, one season. Um, I'm going to throw another one on there that probably is not on that list because the final season of it hasn't even come out. And um, Unless I'm very mistaken, the Orville is probably done after its third season. Might be. I haven't seen it. Because I think Seth, Seth MacFarlane was getting tired of the, del- the COVID delays and he wants to move <laughs> on to other projects. Paramount Plus is getting rid of the Twilight Zone after two seasons. That's kind of par for the course for every Twilight Zone reboot. They get about, because the original one ran for, what, five seasons maybe? And then every subsequent one after has gotten maybe one or two seasons, and then they can't come up with anything else, and they just scrap it. They're also canceling their one-season reboot of Punky Brewster. That's a shock. But that brought back Soleil Moon Fry, like... In a world where we're continuing Saved by the Bell, (laughs) I'm like, why not give me what grown-up Punky is up to? Give me more. Bring back Clarissa. Because she clearly didn't explain everything yet. And we need fucking answers. Clarissa didn't explain fucking COVID-19. She didn't explain shit. She didn't explain Trump being president. Clarissa, we need you to explain some shit. You've You've got some explaining to do. Clarissa, you got some splitting to do. Uh, in fact, the kid that keeps climbing in her window, that needs to be how the show opens. <laughs> She's like, you know, I'm an adult. I have a front door. You can knock on it now, right? <laughs> I'm just a, a door. What is that? I'm so used to ladders and windows. Uh, AP bio after four seasons. I'm a little bit shocked that that got four seasons, but I'm, I'm glad it did. Shameless. Man, Shameless got eleven seasons. Shameless though. had a good long run. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I think, I think we can all be okay with that. Um, Winona Earp. I, I didn't get into that. I guess the concept didn't really hit me as something eh. I must watch. American Gods made it for three seasons. Yeah, because they completely didn't follow the book near at all, and Orlando Jones is no longer on it. So, hey, go back a little bit. I had a train of thought. What was, what were some of the other ones that, um, it was before AP Bio. Punky and Twilight Zone. I was talking about Twilight Zone. Oh, is Netflix still doing, um, I think it's Netflix, that um, that weird fucked up show that's also an anthology series. Um, uh, Black Mirror? Yeah, that. I haven't seen anything new from it. Because they need to keep going with that show. That show's, that show's crazy. 
We watched, um, for no particular reason, me and Trinity binge watched, um, Love, Love, Death and Robots. Yeah. Love, Sex and Robots or whatever the fuck it's love, called. Love, Death, Love, Sex, Robots. Yeah. Because they're all, because they're all really short. So we blasted through the whole show in like no time at all. And it was, it was one of those things we were just like, let's put this on and see what the fuck it's about. And then next thing we know, holy shit, we just watched that whole series. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. It was a good time. Queen of the South on USA. Canceled after five seasons. Yeah. That's the end of my list here. It's kind of. I'm sure there's stuff that TV Insider is forgetting to tell me. Probably. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure there's other shows that... Oh, there's some that I got, the ones that like get canceled before they even get off the ground, like Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah I'm... Didn't they pull some of the Star Wars stuff that they were going to do? Yeah, they... Um... They were go- they were gonna do a Rangers of the New Republic with uh with Cara Dune from Mandalorian, but of course uh, that got scrapped immediately after Gina Carano talked about trans people. So that you know that went bye bye. I don't want to go like more popular, but I want to say click click click. Yes, I'm on my phone. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other shows that, like you said, they got it. The Howard, because Howard the Duck and Hailstrom, and there were there were a bunch of others. Surprisingly, out of all of those, Hit Monkey somehow still managed yeah, to happen. Yeah, Hit Monkey got made. Yeah. And freaking Silver Samurai's involved. That like, still managed to happen. That. So, and that show looks batshit insane. Um. Here we go. This is an answer question. Here's a spinoff that lasted longer than the show it came from. Simpsons. The Tracy Ullman show. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. fucker has like yeah, the that's, multiple that's, laps that, around Tracy Ullman. Okay, that that film has become a, or that film, that show has become a cultural zeitgeist though. I mean, yeah. The Simpsons is, is literally TV history. Yeah. So there's the show Maude. It ran for six seasons. It spun off into Good Times. It also ran for six seasons. Okay. So there's one. Liquid Television only ran for three seasons. But But Aeon Flux ran for four. It gave us Beavis and Butthead that ran six. Oh. Wait, no. Aeon Flux didn't run four seasons. It ran for like one or two. Yeah, it didn't go. But yeah, Beavis... You're right. Beavis and Butthead took off from that. And then, you know, we, I, technically, I want to say uh, King of the Hill spun off from Beavis and Butthead. And mm-hmm. that ran even yeah. longer than Beavis and Butthead. So, yeah. I think technically just because it's the same name, mm. it's the same voice as their neighbor. That they yeah. were always whacking in his tool shed. Mm-hmm. Weird thing. All right. Golden Girls was for seven seasons, which spun off to Empty Nest, which also ran for seven seasons. I did not realize Empty Nest was a spinoff of Golden Girls. Yeah. damned. The uh, Westons were the Golden Girls' neighbors. Oh, yeah. So you also have Soap. Here we go. Soap for four seasons. Spun off into Benson that ran for seven. Huh. Wow. I'm not worried about what made it successful and why it became a spinoff. You have Different Strokes for six. Facts of Life spun off of that and ran for nine. Wow. What about Cheers and Frasier? I think they both ran for about the same amount of seasons. I haven't got there yet. We'll get there, though. I'm sure. Okay. I'm just looking at this. Perfect Strangers. Now, here's something I didn't know. I did not know Perfect Strangers 
the had spun off into the into Family Matters. Oh, I didn't fucking know that either. No. When the fuck was the Family Matters crew on Perfect Strangers? I missed this shit. Because I used to watch the crazy, wacky adventures of Larry and Balky. How did it become a spinoff? When, when I was a tiny wee... Harriet Winslow worked at the Chicago Chronicle, where Larry and Balky went to work in 87. Oh. And her husband, Carl... Carl appeared in the Perfect Strangers episode, Crime Busters. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Larry and Balky were supposed to appear in the pilot episode of Family Matters. Wow. So, hey, there we go. I, and I enjoyed Perfect Strangers. Uh, uh, Bronson Pinchot, uh, he, he's funny when he's his little bit parts in Beverly Hills Cop. There is this movie called Second Sight with him as a psychic medium yeah. with John Larroquette. I'm convinced that, that movie is the inspiration for the TV show Psych. I'm convinced. <laughs> Here we go. Cheers and Frasier. They both ran for 11 seasons. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought they both ran for the same amount of time. All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. All in the Family was nine. Jefferson's 11. Wow, they did move on up. They did, to the east side. Happy Days, 11 seasons. And then like Which eight. was a spinoff of Love American Style that only ran for five. And then how many fucking shows spun off from Happy Days? Good Lord, you had Joni Loves Chachi. You had Morgan Laverne Mindy, and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. You had at least those three that I can think of yeah. on the top of my head. I wonder if we'll get to that point. Here we go. Dallas for 14 seasons, which spun off with Knott's Landing that ran for 14. Jesus. I didn't realize those had that many seasons. That's insane. <laughs> this, is, this is horrible. Tracy Ullman Show, four seasons. Simpsons, 26 as of this writing. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Seems like it should be like 30. Uh, yeah. I don't know when this was posted. Is that the last? <laughs> man, you, man, they missed some shit on that list. Like, again, they didn't talk about Happy Days spinning off into Laverne and Shirley and Mark mm -hmm. and Mindy and Joni Loves Chachi. And I'm sure there's probably others. It has to be. Because The Simpsons has been on since 1990. 89. 89? Mm-hmm. So let's just go 90 to 2020. That's 30 years right right there. So it, they have to be in at least their 32nd season. This was written in 2015. So this yeah. article. So wow. that list is outdated. <laughs> that it is. <clears throat> That's insane, though. That's funny. But yeah, I figured Cheers and Frasier ran about the same amount of seasons. I I gotta I gotta tell you, I was shocked that Frasier ran as long as it did. But I thought they were wanting to come back and do something with them again. Like they're wanting to do like because now that we got let's do a continuation this X amount of years later type. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah. That's going been on. that's been going on a lot. I think they're wanting to do that with Frasier. I could see that happening. Just so we know what happened with Niles. That's really it, right? That's yeah. all we care about. Niles and Daphne, yeah. Because there's another actor who's gone as their dad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. John Mulaney's the only I don't one. think that was this year. Not John Mulaney. Um, I mean, the comedian. <laughs> I mean, his career. Um, <laughs> sorry, John Mulaney. Not, not John Mulaney. The, the, not the comedian. John, uh, what was his name? Mahoney? I don't remember. So, Happy Days spun off into Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy. Joni loves Chachi. There was a animated The Fonz in the Happy Day something. Out of the Blue was another show. 
I'd forgotten that there was an animated Fonz series. Holy shit. Fonz and the Happy Days Gang. Wow. And it, oh my god, there was a dog. It is fucking Scooby with the Fonz. <laughs> You're not wrong. I am not wrong. Wow. Wow. Well, for, you know what? For that matter, Scooby-Doo spawned like a whole shitload of variations of Scooby-Doo. Well, yeah. you like, WrestleMania. No, I'm not just talking about the movies. I'm, you had, because you had the original Scooby-Doo, then you had like, what's new Scooby-Doo? You had 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. You had... Mm-hmm. <sighs> they had one that was just Scooby-Doo. I think there scrappy. was one that was just Scrappy. Yeah. Well, I, not even that. Look at all the rip-offs of the Scooby-Doo thing that you had. With, like, Dune Buggy. Oh, well, yeah. And at one point, they even had that on um, Harvey Birdman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, all of these, like, it's just a group of teenagers and some anthropomorphized... Yeah, that was one of the, that was one of the court cases on Harvey Birdman yes. Attorney of Law, wasn't it? <laughs> it was the plagiarism case. Yes, I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Fucking Josie and the Pussycats falls under that category. Holy shit. Yeah, because they were a spinoff of that. Oh. You had the animated Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there is. Wow. Just wow. So, um, I'm going to circle back to what we talked about at the beginning was Anne Rice. And I can't remember. I had some thought and it was about, I don't know, like there are some people. I, I don't remember how I got to this. I was thinking of like, are there people like writers? Like does everyone's voice need to be heard? Do we need a a book by are there people out there that were just like no we just don't need to fucking hear anything from them they they don't need an audience they shouldn't be given a platform or is that unfair what are we i'm not sure we are going with this what do you mean because i'm trying to think if there are books out there that really should never have been written and that author whoever it was should just have never been allowed to write a book and i'm gonna say top of that list is mein kampf because <laughs> <laughs> there's a fucker who did not need right. a voice, a plat like when you're talking about oh, well, censorship, you shouldn't like when my argument is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I can see a lot of people making that argument for the book Lolita because it is basically about a pedophile written from the point of view of a pedophile. Yes. I'm so now. I don't really have a good counter argument to that, except that the book itself is just written so well. Yeah, I get. I, I, mean, I feel just, like the argument, the the anti argument, I was like, if you tell one person, like, um, yeah, nobody cares. You don't. We don't need to hear your words. Where's it end? Right. You're gonna like oh, now. Only these people are allowed to talk. Cause there are people, and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not gonna read the book. Mein Kampf, not on my list to read. Anything right. by Glenn Beck, not on my list to read. And I Bill O'Reilly, not on my list to read. And I think I think that's I think that's where I think that's where um the um <laughs> Darwinism needs to take over because, you know, sure, let everyone have a voice, but then, you know, hopefully only the, you know, Decent voices are the ones that are that become popular. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not how the world works because this is 2021 and we've clearly proven otherwise. Oh, God. So. Yeah, that's what I'm trying but to But yes, in a perfect world, you could be like, OK, everyone's voice can be heard, but we're just going to ignore the crazier people. Yeah. Except now it's become harder and harder to ignore all the crazy people because they have pretty loud voices. 
Yeah, and they're also finding their corners of the internet where they have more people to help join in in their insane yeah. voices. And it's and we've we've started to see exactly how many crazy people that there actually are in the world, which is a lot more than we originally anticipated. Very very true. I'm trying to think. There's not. That, so that's just very. I mean, yeah, that was a random thought. That was the ADD brain, just no filter. But, but yeah, so I mean, I, I mean. Yeah, I mean they're I'm I don't really I don't really know how to argue that one. I saw okay, I'm going to completely switch topics cuz it was a fun thing I saw on the internet. It was a picture of a badge. It looked like it was the Judge Dread logo basically. It was the badge, but instead of dread, it said claws. Santa Claus? Yes. It was claws okay. or Klaus. Klaus. This is German and it was uh I want to say the tagline was he judges whether you're naughty or nice or something like that. It was... <laughs> so Judge Dredd as Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'll watch that. Uh, that that'd be a good holiday. That'd be a good holiday film. That would be. I mean, hey, Hawkeye's turning out to be a pretty good Christmas show. What's that? Hawkeye. Yeah, to I told good... you, dude. I told you. Hey, that brings us. You know what? Let's get you in on this topic because you weren't here for the last uh, two two episodes that we, you know, one we put out. Which I, I got the other sure. one scheduled to upload Sunday. And the title is Jason Saves. Yes! Excellent. Because when I was listening to it, I'm like, oh my god, that's hilarious. That's the title. That It has to be. Even though we start talking about Method Man at the beginning. <laughs> uh, we end up coming back to the Easter Friday the 13th. And I'm just... Yay. Jason Saves. Jason Saves. Okay, so, Robin Sparkles. Yeah. What are your top five holiday movies? Christmas movies, I suppose. Oh, god. Um. Well, Home Alone. I know. Um, I, I knew that was going to be up there. Well, the we do watch that a lot. <laughs> just Home Alone one. Yeah. Not, yeah. Well, the second one's pretty okay, but it'd probably be like this, number this, five. The second one is pretty good, but it, yeah. I don't think the th second one had an amazing soundtrack though. Like that was my one of my favorite Christmas albums to listen to was the right Home on. Alone two soundtrack. And I mean, you can't go wrong with that cast. I mean, fucking Tim Curry. <laughs> as the as the real villain of the movie. But there was that. a cameo in that that we have to ignore. Didn't they, like, edit it out? Who? Trump. No, I don't think it's edited out. It's not edited out? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, uh, I, whenever um, he talks to Donald Trump. Yeah, in he's the, in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, it's not edited out, I don't uh, think. But uh, I thought that one took place at Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Maybe I'm... Maybe no, I'm, that one does take place at Christmas because it's in New York and the he bandits... Goes to, he goes to Rockefeller Center and sees the tree. Oh, okay. It, mu it yeah. must have been... I, my mind must be confusing it for when I saw it in theaters. It must have came out at Thanksgiving, yeah. probably. Because that year was... I remember when I when I lived in... Um, that, was the, that was 1992. So it was the year that I... My, we had just moved back from Florida, and at, at that time, we had moved into a place in Newburgh, and we lived there for like two and a half months. But there was a, there, there was a, um, you know where your old daycare used to be? Oh, yeah. Right there on Robin Hill Road? Mm hmm Um, there was that, um, near that place is that, it's like a church type thing now. I don't yeah. know what the heck it is. That used to be the Newburgh Cinema. Oh. And me and your grandma, we went to we went to that cinema and we saw Home Alone two there, and we saw Bram Stoker's Dracula there. Mm -hmm. Bram Stoker's Dracula to this day is still one of my all time favorite movies. It's anyway. It's I'm got sorry. Moments. I, 
Yeah. What were you saying? No, I said it's got moments, but we're still waiting on... It's got moments. Bitch, that movie's awesome. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves... There was gonna, that was going to be my argument against the Gary Oldman thing, was Keanu Reeves, like... Oh, he's still Keanu good. Reeves now, maybe it's Jonathan Harker. Keanu Reeves then? <laughs> yeah, he didn't have the best British accent, blah, blah, blah. It was still a great film. Oh, so good. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to back to your top five holiday films. I'm yeah. Sorry. Um. So at, Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone is number one. Number two is probably a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, that's a good. One. Um, third is definitely Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer because it's a really funny movie. Because <laughs> um, Grandma just gets kidnapped by Santa. That movie, and it's just chaotic. Okay. Um, fourth place, Elf, and then fifth place, Home Alone Two. Okay. Okay. There's one honorable mention I forgot to put on my list of holiday movies, and that's Rare Exports. I don't remember that. It's a horror movie. Oh, wait, you did talk about that briefly. It's Krampus and the elves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the elves are a bunch of naked old men with long white beards. Okay. And they're trying to, uh, they kidnap children to feed to Krampus. Oh, that's delightful. He's like frozen in a block of ice, and there's some government something or other trying to get him out. And this little little village that their main source of income is reindeer, like they have farm and herd mm-hmm. reindeer, and of course the reindeer all get eaten. And so they blow the fuck out of this Krampus thing, and then they're left with all these naked old men elves that have no purpose in life now. So they clean them up, teach them all the stuff for Christmas, dress them as Santa. Ship them out to malls across the world. Wow. That becomes their new, that village's new source of income. Wow. Is they are providing mall Santas. It was, <laughs> and it was that, that ending, after what, when you watch the movie, that ending is nowhere near where you think it's going to go. But I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. And it's not even an American movie. That's why it's brilliant. Because there are people, everyone's about Hollywood cinema. Their country's doing better shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, Italian cinema has had has had a good long run with horror for a long time, and, um, and of course, French French cinema just gets straight up weird. But yeah. so I mean, yeah, there's other places that do cinema just as good. I mean, you could you could argue that Bollywood has some of the best musicals ever made. Yeah, that was only my only Christmas movie I remember because someone posted a movie poster of it the other day and i was like "Ooh, i loved that movie that was gonna be on my list until i remembered there was a oh dutch when i remembered dutch was on i moved dutch yeah. on to my top five <clears throat> so I, rare, I, rare exports was going to be on there until yeah. you remember dutch okay yeah i got you i i still love dutch i don't know i just ed o'neill it is like finest yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas has one of the best Christmas songs, Hard Candy Christmas. <laughs> depressing fucking song. It is, but it's good. I'm I'll... trying to remember if that's Dom DeLuise's best performance. Nope, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. <laughs> one and two. I was going to say, what about the uh, voice of the bird in Secret of Nim? Okay, also good. <laughs> I would also accept as an honorable mention um, him playing um, in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. <laughs> uh, he was also in... Damn it. There was something else he was in. 
Oh, wasn't he Pizza the Hut? That might have been his voice as Pizza the Hut. I can't remember. There was something else. I was, maybe it was Second Sight. He was in that with John Larroquette. And Lone Pinter. Star and his sidekick, Puke. Puke. That's Barf. Puke, <laughs> Barf. What's the difference? <laughs> Uh, oh man! I have a friend, and he had an answer to that question. What? Puke and barf. What's the difference? Oh. Puke is runny. Barf is chunky. Ugh. <laughs> I, I may have had those backwards. But I didn't that's, want that answer. That's the difference. I, I, I didn't want that answer. And I'm I, sure he's listening, and he'll be like, "Damn right." Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> Until next time, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Fucking grumpy Skeletor's been posting some great shit. <laughs> uh, okay so what was the other th- but what was the other thing we did too we we didn't just oh we let's see if you've got anything to contribute to this so <clears throat> the last two episodes we did mm-hmm. we we just first of all the the question became what makes a movie a christmas movie and our general idea was just that it's set at christmas basically so anything that's set at christmas can technically be a christmas movie die hard is a christmas movie grumman's is a christmas movie well, yeah, um, I wouldn't, Nightmare Before Christmas is more of like an anytime movie, honestly. It's not it can, that much of a I'll Christmas agree with that. movie it could, or it could Halloween. Be, it could be Halloween or Christmas, exactly. Yeah, it it can just be like an anytime movie. Heck, I would watch it at Easter. Um, right. Because it's a really good movie in general. I mean, The, but, Gr- the Grinch is still a pretty good movie, like the animated one. I don't like the one that... Um, no, the Jim Carrey one? Yeah, yeah I don't like that. Um, but anyway, so what we did was we, we were like, okay, so what if we took movies that are set around specific holidays and put them at a different holiday? Oh, God. So do you have anything interesting to contribute to that? I'm trying to think of good, like, well, if you, <laughs> if you just take the plot of Halloween and then just set it at Easter, you know how bad that would be? That's how we came up with Jason Saves, actually. <laughs> it is. Talking about Grumpy Skeletor. All right, it's our Christmas work party tonight, but I don't know why I've bothered turning up. No one is really getting on. The buffet is shit, and Merman is off his tits on smack. Wow. Okay. And there's always a picture to go along with it. Yeah, Merman is kind of back there just... <laughs> not paying attention to shit. <laughs> Bug-eyed as hell, Yeah. <laughs> I still like the one. I still like the picture where it's where it looks like He Man's showing the the enchantress is Willy Copter. Is Willy Copter? Willy Copter, and she's having none of it. Finally got round to putting the Christmas tree up today. Right up He Man's arsehole. Oh, let's see a photo of that. <laughs> There's not. It's just him laughing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wasn't his voice in the cartoon, wasn't it more of like a <laughs> It was, because like I was like, and he tries, like that part from yeah. uh, the Four Non Blondes thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We have the 12 Days of Christmas. As performed by Grumpy Skeletor? As performed by Grumpy Skeletor. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I don't know if I can find all of them, because they're like all out of order. There's three, two, and one. Where I want to go more. There's five. Six. Okay. Let's see, this is sort of on brand. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Evil Lynn sent to me. Oh, God. Twelve fucking arseholes. Twelve fucking arseholes. Eleven inbred villagers. Yep. Ten twatty widgets. 
The dude's British, by the way. Uh huh. Five penis trees. Oh my god, they are. <laughs> I did not. Why? Holy but, shit! But why? <laughs> Five, nine penis trees. Eight massive dipshits. Seven thunder twats. Six dicks a chuckling. God. Five skeletors. <laughs> Four merman's kids. Three camp wasps. Two wanking pals. And, and a fisto up a big tree. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Again, really sorry that this is audio and not video. <laughs> just go to twi- Twitter at Grumpy Skeletor. Just look for some of this yeah. fucking brilliance. Uh, it's, I mean, you're. It's it's worth it's worth checking out. There's, oh my god, a, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, what an incredible Santa costume! I have absolutely no idea which utter fucking bell end that could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. That's from the Christmas special where. Uh, that little puppy thing, it like hangs out with Skeletor the whole episode, Aww. and it like licks him because he saves it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I don't want to feel good. I want to feel, feel evil." evil. <laughs> <laughs> Merman has bought some speed from a bloke down the pub, and now he's completely off his tits. Of course. God, fucking grumpy Skeletor. <laughs> oh, that fucking twelve days of Christmas thing though. That was good. That was gold. I did post something on Twitter earlier, and it was uh, that. <laughs> Remember when on the campaign trail that we promised to uh, cancel student loan debt? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> What's going on? That could be our Christmas present. Right. Everybody. We could all use it. This guy in particular right here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sad Netflix removed The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because it was one of the greatest crime dramas of all time. Oh. Fucking what? How Wait. is that a crime drama? Wait, you didn't know? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was about a police informant working undercover to expose a drug trafficking cartel. This is a thread on Twitter from a Michael Harriet. Uh, what? Okay, okay. What? Um, yeah, he's a writer. Board certified something or other. Uh, he's black as fuck. Okay, okay, but like how... Explain to me how it's a fucking... Okay, <clears throat> we're gonna go on a journey, everybody. Uh, yeah, I oh, need to know. But I need to know about this. What the fuck? I don't know how long this thread is, but we're gonna go on a journey. All right. I don't know how y'all bought that story about Will moving across the country because he got in one little fight. When the Fresh Prince started in 1990, the crack game was too lucrative for Philly dope boys to risk all that drug money by killing a high school kid over a b-ball. Oh. If you listen closely, Will said it was a couple of guys who were up to no good, and they were making trouble in the neighborhood even before he got in that fight. Yep. The fight happened, but there was more to the story. Will was a dope boy who was making too much money, so they had to take him out. The fight was just an excuse, but the plan to take Will out was foiled when the cops showed up. Unbeknownst to Will, the feds had been watching him the whole time, so they gave him two choices. One, he could do, go do a bid for drug trafficking, or he could help take down his supplier's drug operation. Here's where it gets good. Will's supplier was an international drug kingpin, Philip Big Bank Banks. 
Oh my god. Why would a successful lawyer get involved in drug trafficking? Cointel Pro, that's how. Remember, Philip was a poor boy from North Carolina who cared about his people. In exchange for information on civil rights leaders, the FBI offered him a scholarship to Princeton. That decision would haunt him, but there was no way out. And then here's a little Wikipedia entry about Philip Banks. That's um, tiny, and I'm not zooming in. He was really trying to help his family, but the FBI had him under their thumb with nowhere to turn. So when the CIA wanted to introduce crack into black communities in Southern California, who do you think they chose? Whoa. We're getting heavy here, people. This is insane. Keep going. Maybe you're wondering, where did Philip get drugs from? Notice, Philip never mentions his college roommate. Maybe that's because he doesn't want anyone to know who his plug is. Who else was at Princeton in the 1960s? They... They'd have to be a powerful, corrupt, be powerful, corrupt, could launder money, and have a connection for per Peruvian snow. Who, though? Pedro Pablo, well, I can't pronounce his last name, won Peru's president election this week by defeating blah, 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 blah. What the hell has this got to do with Will Philip Banks? He was educated at Princeton. Nice. Okay. Alrighty, so apparently this Peruvian dude was involved. Okay. Maybe that they're implying he was Philip's roommate. Okay. Alright, soon it was time to expand to the East Coast. So what does Philip do? He contacts his nephew in Philly. Will knows drug dealing is wrong, but when he's hanging out, laughing, relaxing, and cooling... He feels guilty watching his mother struggle financially after his dad left. I love that the parts of the theme song are they're, working they're their ma- way they're, in They're here. throwing in there, yeah. This is this is gold. Keep going. Plus, everyone in the family brags about his rich, successful uncle. How could he say no? His mother was suspicious, but she stopped worrying after Will assured her that he was making a few extra dollars at a part-time job. In reality, he was pushing weight for the Uncle Phil. Will stacked his money and stayed low-key, but the other dope boys needed to get him out of their way. They started telling the corner boys that the that their plug street name was the Fresh Prince. When a low-level dealer was nabbed for possession, he snitched, just as they had planned. Now the cops had information that this high-grade cocaine that was flooding the streets was coming from one source. They knew it was a guy from West Philadelphia, born and raised. They asked him about it, and an informant told them, on the playground is where he spends most of his days. Oh my god. Keep going. Keep going. This is genius. Whoever wrote this is a fucking genius. Michael Harriet, you are a genius. The basketball fight was actually a sting operation. They arrested Will, yep. but he wouldn't talk. But Will's mother refused to let her only son spend the rest of his life in jail, so she called Phil and told him to, the, the fight story. It's all on tape. Uh-huh. Will knew that this was bigger than Phil. Now that his mother's life was at risk, he had no choice. He agreed to go move in with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Every few days, he reported to a federal agent who couldn't get info because Philip didn't like him. Oh my God, it's fucking jazz, isn't it? It's jazz! (laughs) Fucking jazz. And here's a gif of jazz being thrown out the door. Yep. Oh my God. After moving in with the family, Will found out that the entire family was in the dope game. Hillary played dumb, but her job as a meteorologist gave her access to the latest radar and satellite imaging. Because of Hillary, the bank's cartel never lost a single shipment. 
How does Carlton fit into this then? We'll get there. Okay. Although Carlton pretended to be a preppy conservative, he was a very cunning and cruel. Um, he supplied drugs to the wealthy kids at Bel Air Academy, then used their addiction to get information and blackmail their rich and powerful parents. Ashley was too young to know anything. Okay. Joffrey, he'll cut you, Butler, was the bank's money guy. Being from London, he could launder millions through British banks and offshore shell companies without raising suspicion. But Joffrey cleaned more than money. He was the bank's muscle, bodyguard, and problem solver. Oh, shit. Joffrey grew up on the main streets of London where handguns are banned. So he's deadly with a blade and can walk unnoticed into any location. Think about it. Most people are suspicious of black men wearing gloves and an all-black outfit. Unless he's there to clean up. True. Remember when Phil Ramford Judge lost, but his opponent mysteriously died on election night? Who do you think did that? Oh, my God. Why do you think Will's dad left in a hurry? Some call him a deadbeat, but the truth is he recognized Joffrey from an incident in a filiale 25 years ago. Oh, my God. After allowing Will to cry on his shoulders, Phil told Joffrey to slice Will's father's neck and bury him in the backyard. So he might be a so he might be a dead and beat, but he's technically never left Will. Also, who do you think killed Aunt Viv? Wait, you know Aunt Viv was murdered, right? I mean, they changed actresses, right. so that's what we're gonna go with. Okay. Being a trophy wife of a drug kingpin was beginning to weigh on Aunt Viv. She filed for divorce and threatened Phil with exposing a <sighs> secret cartel if he didn't give her the house. So Joffrey killed her and replaced her with the woman you know as light skinned Aunt Viv. Wow. Wow. This is deep and dark, and I love it. But you know they think we all look alike, so the feds didn't notice for years. Will never mentioned it either, <clears throat> until the feds were ready to round up the Banks family. They had already gotten warrants. Will had given them all the information they needed. The raid was set. That's when Will made his move. He was going to blow the whistle on everything. For years, he had been keeping records. He threatened to expose how the government was secretly pumping drugs into black communities. He had evidence about how the feds ignored the murder of a prominent judge and let a serial killer butler evade taxes. He had info on how <laughs> the U.S. was collaborating with the Peruvian government. Who'd, you, who'd believe you? They asked, laughing. They don't have to believe him, someone said. It was Carlton. What if it came from some of the most powerful people in Hollywood, Carlton asked. Because with the info I have, I could get half of show business to say anything I wanted. The feds still balked. No newspaper would print such outrageous allegations. They wouldn't have to, said Hillary, waltzing into the room. I could just invite them to appear on number one new talk show in America. Wow. But you don't have any evidence, said an agent. You could have made all that stuff up. But what if a 25-year federal agent said it? It was jazz. <laughs> <laughs> or a British intelligence officer who has put dozens of people in witness relocation, says Joffrey. Will was never undercover. He had informed them of the plot from the beginning. The banks now had so much money and leverage, they were free from the uh, Cointel Pro forever. Yeah. And wow. that's actually how he became the prince of a town called Bel Air. True story. What wow. the fuck? <laughs> that was a journey, y'all. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. I would not have known it had Mark Bernardin not also commented on it saying, Canon accepted. Canon, yeah, I... 
I want to see. I know they're rebooting Fresh Prince with a little bit of a serious drama. That better be the fucking version of Fresh Prince I'm getting. I'd watch yeah. the fuck out of that show. <laughs> it's like Fresh Prince meets The Wire. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's, a, that's incredible. I would watch the shit out of that. Six seasons in a fucking movie, y'all. Apparently, filming The Machine, Burt Kreischer out of the leading lady, Ava, as someone who's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> that sounds like a Burt Kreischer move. FYI, folks who haven't seen it have never bothered me in the slightest, and I don't understand why anyone would think it would. Hashtag meh, whatever, Mark Hamill. Because <laughs> Mark Hamill is playing Burt Kreischer's dad yeah. in The Machine. That's that's funny as hell, though. That is. Ooh, there's a toy of uh, Skeletor. Skele God, actually. Oh, no. Oh, God. wow. Holy shit. Again, really sorry that you guys can't see this. Um, I am. Sur- I love the fact that the toy aisles are reverting back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I can walk into a twilight and there's Hot Wheels and He-Man and Marvel characters. Dude, you have no many. You have no idea how many Lego sets I want. It's like stupid how cool the Lego sets are now, as compared to when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, <clears throat> one of them I really, really wanted. This was a. This was back when Toys R Us still existed here. Oh God. Oh. They um. They had the Big Bang Theory. They had the um. They had Leonard and Sheldon's apartment. Oh wow! And I wanted that set real fucking bad. And then they've they've got all the cool. They've got all these cool Lego Super Mario sets that are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, when we got the Lego bonsai tree that we put together. That looked neat too. It's got oh. a bunch of little fro like the um. Oh. How hard was that? I didn't put it together. She did. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing something else when she put it together. Um, I think all the parts were other pieces. Like, they have repurposed other Lego sets to make the pieces to make the tree. Oh, that's cool. Because uh-huh. some of them, it will tell you what they are. Like, th- this little piece is actually such and such from whatever set. Oh, that's cool. And I don't know why, but there's... You can, you can change the foliage on it from either green to, like, a white and pink. So it looks like it's in bloom. Oh, mm-hmm. neat. And there's a bunch of tiny fucking frogs that sit on it. Like pink and white frogs. Oh, how cool. Little bitty frogs. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool little thing. That is dope as hell. Keep it up, Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Lego is awesome. Give me a... Well, I mean, they've already done enough Lego movies. I don't think I need to encourage them to do more. Oh, they're, no. oh they're going, huh? Oh, I'm sure. They're, that's a cash cow that'll never run dry. Will Arnett's like, yep. <laughs> him and Chris Pratt like cash cows I mean they they can walk into the studio under pajamas and do that shit so yeah it's it's fine mm-hmm. Mr. Pratt could you please wear pants we're recording a kids movie they can't see me <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just turned Chris Pratt into a bit of a creep I think uh, I think he already did enough of that for himself he is the lesser of the Chris's when you're comparing him to Hemsworth, Evans, and Pine. Well, yeah, of course. Oh, I did finally start What If uh, last night, and I've gotten through the Captain Carter episode and the ch- the, ch- the T'Challa. T'Challa's Star-Lord episode. That was, an, it was funny because they even brought back uh, the dude from the planet. I can't pronounce his name. Black dude that had the silver hair and the 
He ended, yeah. up, he ended up joining the Ravagers, and he's telling us, I mean, that was great to have. Oh, yeah, Jimon Honsu. Yeah, him, that guy. However you pronounce it, I probably fucked it up. Too. I can't Sorry, either. I didn't even want to bother trying. But, yeah, because I, I checked I checked the voice list after after that. That's Mike, That's actually Michael Rooker, Craglin. Like, they they were all there. Yeah. I was like, what? It, awesome. they, they got Bozeman. I mean, that was one of the last things he did. Uh, yeah, that was so cool. Uh, what did we just? I watched Marvel Zombies, the episode with the zombie apocalypse on it, which was. Is that the final one? No. Okay. No hell, the I don't know. The final one has something to do with the Watcher. Okay, because like, if I remember right, I think there's nine episodes total. So I've only done, I've only watched two, so I've got like seven more to go. Yeah, we've watched. That's probably going to be the my weekend this weekend. We we've watched the one where Doctor Strange loses his heart, not his hands. Oh. That was uh, interesting. I liked it. One of the things I liked about the Captain Carter episode is that um, Steve, Steve still got Steve still got to be a hero. And he became basically the first Iron Man. Yes, Steve <laughs> was still Steve. Like you find out why he was going to be Captain America. And even without the super soldier serum, the dude was still doing shit. Yeah. Like selflessly. <clears throat> but yeah, when when they when he first showed up in that fucking suit, I was like, Oh my God! Howard Stark made the first Iron Man suit. Holy crap! This is amazing. <laughs> I like the the Bernard as the uh, watcher. Oh yeah. I am. Oh, man, running? I hope to. I hope to. God, we get some news on fucking Westworld season four soon because I need to know what the shit is going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, after, I'm still after convinced, the end of season three. I'm I'm concerned. I'm still convinced that that's still another part of the park. I I am too, kind of. But man, I, I I need I need some resolution for some shit that's gone on in season three. And at some point, we're gonna find out that that's all that's left of the world is the park. Is the fucking theme park? Is all the different parks all <laughs> in this one little dome? But then, how the fuck? W- well, then, who are the people that are paying to get in the parks? Then, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> They're all just robots they- at this point. They just don't know it. I was about to say, are they all just rich motherfuckers? That, there's like, that, or is like there all just tiny colony? Of or they're just basically it's replicants? It's Blade Runner. Walt Disney's Blade Runner, everybody. <laughs> I don't. HBO's Blade Runner because it's it's not definitely Westworld's definitely not Disney. That's oh. for sure. God, I can't remember what. What the. Although f- I would watch Maeve be Snow White all day long. That'd be fucking awesome. Can you imagine her like singing to peop singing to birds and shit as she mows down people with a fucking machine gun? Her or Dolores, oh either God. one. Oh, I um. There's some interesting moments in the Doctor Strange episode. He notices the Watcher. God damn it! Don't tell me about any of this shit. Hey, I'll one one little thing. You'll it's uh, that tells you nothing about the episode. Okay. <laughs> other than the fact that there's a moment where he's like, "Who is that?" Like, I think I think from what I've gathered. Well, if Strange is able to be, if he's able to, because I'm assuming he still becomes Doctor Strange. Yes. So I'm. Um, I would assume since he, you know, can see other dimensions and whatnot, he probably has to, he probably is somewhat, could be somewhat cognizant and I'm of sure, the fact that the Watcher exists. Yeah. And I think it, uh, from what I'm guessing, I'm just, I since I have not watched, my theory is that's going to happen more and more as the season goes. Sure. And, until the Watcher is completely exposed. <laughs> I could see that. But that's just my based off of just like episode titles. That's my theory. Right. 
but I don't know what else to go. The, the, the zombie one was interesting to see all the different. Of course, but the thing was I got annoyed with was like, why are these zombies still coherent enough to use their powers? Like, how is zombie Iron Man still knowing he can blast people? Well, technically, if they, depending on how long the superheroes have been using their superpowers, it could be reflex reaction for them because zombies would re, would react on reflex action. Maybe. So I could I could see that kind of an argument. <clears throat> or I could also <laughs> what would be what would be better for me and even way more hilarious is if the the zombies are just doing it on accident and like not realizing they can do it. <laughs> like can you imagine like a Marvel zombie just being just like all of a sudden shooting something and just being really fucking confused? <laughs> and there's I I haven't looked up the voice cast on that episode the zombie one yet, but I need to look up to see if uh, Dave Dismalchin was the voice in it because there is a guy in there who's from some sort of Eastern European country and he keeps talking about Baba Yaga <laughs> and I I think it's the same character from Ant-Man that was one of uh, oh, yeah, Scott yeah, Lang's yeah. crew yeah talking about the ghost as Baba Yaga yeah well I did I did notice that uh, the voice of Captain America is not Chris Evans yeah some of them they couldn't get yeah. just due to scheduling they couldn't yeah. get people back I don't think Scarlet had anything to do with Black Widow voices either. But, um, oh, circling back for just one second, there is a new anime of Blade Runner. It's called Black Blade Runner Black Lotus, and I really want to check it out. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. <clears throat> I remember the other episode I watched, other than Doctor Strange, there's one called What If Earth Lost the Mi- Its Mightiest Heroes. That's the one I'm getting ready to watch next. That was uh, next one. That one was a trip. That was a bit of a journey, too. I'm excited. Because there's a lot of like, the fuck is going on type moments. Yeah. To the point where even Nick Fury's getting pissed. Like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, boys and girls, uh, that is probably going to do it for this year, year, actually. Probably. Well, yeah. So as 2021 draws to a close, we would like, we from uh, Hey Hollywood Hire Us would like to... Wish you guys all a happy holidays and happy new year and all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. basically we will see you next year. Well, we'll see you next see year. You. We'll, like you'll hear us next days, year. Maybe? Yeah. You'll hear us sometime next year. I, I really think like that'll be the start of season two. Mm-hmm. This is our season two of our podcast. Yeah. Cause it actually, so when, this... I, when I upload the episodes, it wants to know season and episode. Oh, okay. Oh. So, so this season, this, this year, the season has been... finale. <laughs> The lame season finale. <laughs> hey, it's we better should, than the Game of Thrones season finale. We should. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. On brand. Get me started. <laughs> hey, you know what's going to happen next year? We're going to continue to beg to Hollywood <laughs> for them to hire us. Yes, that. <laughs>